Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Of course, with All-Star Weekend, a lot of talk about uh, things that are bouncing, bouncing balls, and uh, we're going to talk about some other things that bounce. Uh, really interesting uh there was a uh, a national cable and internet provider uh, had a national advertising campaign uh, some time ago where they were really encouraging small business owners to to sign up for their services and the theme for the ad i just loved uh it was bounce forward and they uh, they make the case that a lot of people have been talking about you know bouncing back after the pandemic bouncing back after high inflation or whatever it may be uh but i love this idea of not bouncing back because it's not about bouncing, bouncing back to where you were. you got to bounce forward. That's the whole key. And I think that's some pretty sage advice for all of us. And I think there are just way too many uh, that are trying to, to just bounce back and hunker down. Uh, but we've got to move everything forward uh, because it's about tomorrow. And tomorrow always starts today. And I, I really believe uh, that uh, it's not about just going back and trying to reassemble. And, and maintain the status quo. You, you gotta, you gotta move it forward. The brighter tomorrow always emerges uh, from the ashes of current setbacks and challenges. But it happens when we're striving to bounce forward and make things better. And I remember back in in 2019, I actually found myself in Detroit, Michigan, of all places, and I was observing the uh, NAACP's national convention. And the organization had chosen Detroit uh, as part of an effort to help the city rebound. And I would say bounce forward. Uh, Also, what was unique to that event uh, was the invitation for Russell M. Nelson, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, to address the gathering as a keynote speaker. Uh, That was a bounce forward moment in and of itself uh, that we'll get to uh, in a moment. Uh, But it was really interesting. In between the interviews and the coverage and what I was observing there in Detroit, uh, a colleague and I, we we were kind of wandering around this massive cavernous convention center in downtown Detroit. And as I was wandering around, uh, tucked way back uh, in a remote corner of the building was a ceramic tile mural honoring Father Gabrielle Richard, whom I had never heard of. Now, here's the story. Uh, This extraordinary minister came to America from France and was assigned to labor in Detroit, uh, which he was none too thrilled about. And he served all the people in the area. In fact, really interesting historic note, uh, because there were no Protestant priests in the local vicinity of Detroit at the time, he served the spiritual needs for both the Catholics and the Protestants. 
Uh, Father Richard planned on being in Detroit for just a really short while because what he really wanted to do was return to his home in France and teach in a seminary. And then everything changed. Uh, There was a devastating fire in 1805. It wiped out uh, the entire settlement of Detroit. And Father Richard decided to stay and help the community bounce forward. And that's exactly what he did. He began that bounce forward process uh, actually by establishing then, 1805, what is still the city of Detroit's motto today. And I love it. The motto of Detroit is, we hope for better things. It will rise from the ashes. And bounce forward they did. Father Richard brought the first printing press to Detroit. He started the first newspaper in Detroit. Uh, Father Richard led educational efforts, including co-founding the University of Michigan. He was the first Catholic priest to be elected to the United States Congress in 1823. He also worked to integrate Native Americans into the community and the educational system. Uh, He brought the first organ and harpsichord to the area uh, and really encouraged everyone to be united in building their city and community, bouncing forward. Uh, That's a pretty amazing story in and of itself. Uh, And then very interesting, uh, during the War of 1812, uh, Father Richard faced another uh, significant challenge. Uh, He was imprisoned by the British for refusing to swear an oath of allegiance to the British crown. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Really interesting. From his prison cell, he wrote, I have taken one oath to support the Constitution of the United States, and I cannot take another. Well, in classic fashion, Father Richard bounced forward. Once again, he was released uh, after his friend, the Shawnee chief, refused to help the British as long as Father Richard was in prison. So that genuine friendship that had been formed with the Shawnee chief and the tribe uh, helped him bounce forward, helps all of us bounce forward when we have those kind of relationships. Now, finally, in in 1832, uh, after sacrificing and serving those who were dealing with cholera at the time during a vicious pandemic, uh, Father Gabriel Richard died of that same disease. So as I was in Detroit, I just kept wandering back to this mural uh, over and over, and I just I just looked at it. It was so interesting to me uh, that there in the convention center in downtown Detroit, there's this mosaic, uh, an obscure priest, you could say, uh, Father Richard, uh, in what was then an obscure community in America. He'd, he'd set a pattern of this is how we bounce forward. 
And I think there's real power in that kind of vision. Uh, in fact, we saw it, uh, it coming out of that same event at that same convention center in Detroit. In fact, it was almost exactly a year following that uh, 2019 NAACP convention in Detroit that President Russell M. Nelson joined forces with the NAACP president, Derek Johnson, the chairman, Leon Russell, uh, and of course, one of our favorite, Reverend Amos Brown, to write an op-ed in the middle of some racial injustice, some societal setbacks, and, and real strife in our country. And those four called on the people of the world to bounce back and to bounce forward from prejudice and hate and transcend racial discrimination and contempt, to bounce forward towards understanding and peace and bold effort, efforts to build a better society. And listen to what they wrote. Uh, I think they echoed what uh, Father Richard had in mind uh, way back in the early 1800s. Uh, they wrote, Unitedly, we declare that the answer to racism, prejudice, discrimination, and hate will not come from government or law enforcement alone. Solutions will come as we open our hearts to those whose lives are different than our own, as we work to build bonds of genuine friendship, and as we see each other as brothers and sisters. Uh, continuing, uh, this unique and somewhat expect, unexpected quartet of friends uh, implored the people of this nation, bounce forward. It is past time for every one of us to elevate our conversations above divisive and polarizing rhetoric, treating others with respect, treating each other as sons and daughters of God. That matters. And finally, I think ultimately in the spirit of Father Richard, uh, these leaders gave the ultimate bounce forward model. The four wrote, arm in arm and shoulder to shoulder, may we strive to lift our brothers and sisters everywhere in every way we can. We first linked arms as friends and have now locked arms in love and brotherhood. The people of America can do the same. Linking and locking arms, I love that visual. And in the midst of all kinds of challenges and setbacks and difficulties in our country and society, uh, it is indeed a powerful, principled pattern for bouncing forward. And, you know, I, I love uh, a quote that is attributed to General George Patton uh, that says, the test of success is not what you do when you're on top. Success is how high you bounce when you hit bottom. And, you know, there's a lot of cities in our country, uh, Detroit, Detroit included, uh, communities that have been pushed to the brink, families that have been faltering or under enormous economic and emotional stress, weary citizens that have lost confidence in themselves, in their government, and even their friends. And it's as though uh, much of what we hold dear in the nation has been leveled, decimated, even destroyed. Uh, but I think we all ought to go back to what Father Richard uh, said over 200 years ago. We hope for better things. It will rise from the ashes. Together we can hope for better things, and we can rise together in America. And it's time to not only bounce back, but I believe it's actually time that we really bounce forward. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley 
investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.